Hello, happy site owners and webmasters. Welcome to the Blogate Tips Tuesday podcast for November 29th, 2022. And I'm your host, Mayanna. Tips this week include why I become a post writing and video making maniac, the new video publishing scheduling tool that I'm using for Instagram. 43 tutorials have been added to the Google Analytics 4 course for bloggers. Two ways visitors are counted in GA4. Two ways to customize reports in GA4. The best blogging communities for massive traffic that I'm using. WordPress pitches ex-Twitter devs to join Tumblr. And what I'll be listening for in Matt's State of the Word address coming in a couple of weeks. So let's dive in. In Blogate Happenings, I hope all of my U.S. peeps had an enjoyable holiday weekend. I definitely got some much-needed eat, sleep, and repeat time, and Zach is ruined. We both love turkey, and I baked mine the night before. He's usually at my feet when I'm chopping up anything, as he loves his veggies, too. But now, he's excitedly following me around everywhere, hoping that I'm going to give him another bite of that bird. He dances for every meal normally, but now he's doing extra twirls and hops until I put that bowl down. And this past week, I've been keeping my nose in the books, so to speak, with learning and applying what I've learned from two different courses I signed up for, as well as new tools that will make all of this new marketing I'll be doing easier for me. Now, I'm still going bonkers with the info Denise Waitman presented in the first of her three workshops for how to create a lead magnet. She gave us one resource that produced 56 blog titles for me that are exactly what folks want to know about Google Analytics 4. And I'll be taking snippets out of those posts to make short and long-form videos. Now, I believe I'm close to having 200 of those because each post covers about four main points on that topic. And across the weekend, I also began releasing the short-form videos I batch made with tips for the Google Analytics 4 course. And to help me with that, I'm trying out a new tool called Plan That, which one of my clients turned me on to. Now, I want to do all of my uploads from desktop. And while I can do that for TikTok and YouTube, that's still not easy for Instagram. But this tool makes it possible. Plus, Plan That allows me to schedule an upload to multiple platforms. Plus, they have all kinds of helpful tips and resources that I'm still reading too. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I signed up for two courses from the queen of Facebook, Mari Smith, and I'm still getting caught up on all of that material because she is a powerhouse of info and resources, and it takes time to check deeply into some of the options and tips that she presents. Now, Facebook owns Instagram, and both of them change every five minutes, so I needed a way to get caught up on the latest methods of what's working. And of course, I'm still doing client work like crazy, as this is usually a heavy time of year for it. Now, if you're ready for an audit or checkup or want to move to better hosting, the wait list is running into January. Just fill out the audit request or migration quest or combo migration audit form. Now, if you're ready for a consult, just use the contact form and those are scheduled on demand. In blogging course happenings, 
I'm excited to share that all of the tutorials, which are shared in both the GA4 Lite and Ultimate GA4 course, are complete. They include 25 tutorials for setting up your accounts, data stream, GDPR, and more, and then 18 tutorials on the standard reports in GA4. Now, the Ultimate Google Analytics 4 course for bloggers is still on sale at $100 off. So jump on that deal and start collecting your traffic hits now as you can't migrate that data over from Universal Analytics. Now, as mentioned, I'm cranking out new Google Analytics 4 posts like crazy. And here are two that you'll want to check out. The first one's titled, Two Ways Visitors Are Counted in Google Analytics 4. Did you know that GA4 has two main scopes? Meaning the way users are counted in the standard reports? Well, they are first user and session. And this has everything to do with why the data in your GA4 reports don't match what you're seeing in the Universal Analytics. So go see my post on these two scopes for details. And then the second post is titled, Two Ways to Customize Reports in Google Analytics 4. Did you know that there are two ways to customize reports in GA4? Well, that's because there are two report types, Standard Reports and Explorer Reports. And you can see the blog for full details. But in brief, you can use the Standard Reports as a template and customize the layout and a bit of the info shown in it. And that's handy as there are three standard reports that are great for snapshots of visitors to your site and what they're doing. That's why I've expanded the Ultimate Google Analytics 4 course for bloggers to include how to do customizations on those standard reports. But Explore Reports allow you to create a report from scratch and it allows you to add any of the 156 dimensions and 160 metrics that GA4 can track and show. That includes both scopes. And instead of just first user, you can use any type of user in your custom reports, including first, which is also new user, and then returning, active, and total users. And you can select the order of things too. Now, Explore reports are so easy and fast to build, so don't fall for folks selling you templates. You needed those in Universal Analytics, but not with GA4. And I show you how to make over 20 Explorer reports in the course that focus squarely on the exact data you were used to seeing in UA. Plus, you see how to create reports for the new things that GA4 tracks, like the links clicked on your site and which page they were clicked on. So... When you see courses and tutorials that tell you how to customize a report, uh, just be sure you know which of the two reports they're talking about, especially before you spend money. All right, y'all, that's all the happenings around here. Let's jump into this week's tips and news. In content marketing tips, now you may recall in a recent Tips Tuesday that I said that I would be using the promotion of the GA4 course to create a real marketing campaign process, both for it and my new secret project. Syndication is a big part of that goal, as are finding where folks who would be interested in what I publish hang out. 
in the nights, folks. If Blogging Pro have what looked like the mother load of the best blogging communities for massive blog traffic. Now, I checked into all of them, and it looks like the only good fit for me at this time is Medium. Now, I already had a Medium account, and now I've started adding my GA4 posts to it. That's definitely a low-hanging fruit opportunity that I don't want to miss. And I did have an RSS set up with LinkedIn that I need to recheck. I'm honestly not all that active on LinkedIn anymore and never found it to be a real source of traffic or leads, but it may be for GA4. Now, Block 8 had been syndicated on the Daily Bolt for years, and that did bring me a lot of traffic, but something went wrong with the site's feeds earlier this year, and it dropped all of the syndicated sites except for post status. Those were sites like WP Tavern and WP Beginner and other such giants. I did contact the owner and she said they were working on it. But it's been about six months now and I don't have hopes of that coming back. So I'm looking for other syndication opportunities. In that big blogging communities list I mentioned previously, there are paid options for syndication. But I had a look at the topics those sites cover and the engagement on those posts. And I'm not seeing a good fit for my GA4 post. So where do you post besides your blog? Where else do you repost your full content? Are you worried about duplicate content? Uh, you shouldn't be anymore. There are ways to let Google know where the canonical post was first published. And there have been several tests to prove that there is no issue with it. Or do you run ads on your site? And the only way that you can get paid is to have folks visit your own site? Well, if that's the case, you would want to make a teaser post on these other platforms that send folks to your site for the whole post. And you can share more content and get more eyeballs than just sharing a link to your post on social media. In WordPress tips, if you keep up with any type of social media news, it's hard to escape the Elon Twitter shenanigans. And as you've likely heard, Elon laid off most of the Twitter staff. Well, WordPress put out word that any of those devs were more than welcome to join the Tumblr team. Back in 2013, Tumblr sold for $1.1 billion. And in 2019, Automatic, the parent company of WordPress, picked it up for just $3 million. And WordPress has been trying to bring Tumblr back from the dead all these years since. I can't imagine why WordPress's call for Twitter devs would be attractive for them other than just needing a paycheck. But we'll see if their ideas, which likely went unheard at Twitter, breathe new life into Tumblr. Oh, and the state of Word address is December 15th. Now, the state of word address had usually been given at the annual WordCamp US meeting, but has been split off into a separate event. And this year, Matt Mullenwig will give his address on December 15th. And you can watch via YouTube. I'll be interested in hearing about the focus for WordPress for 2023, if it's all still going to be full site editing or not. All right, y'all, that's a wrap for this week's Tips Tuesday. 
Thanks for sharing this podcast and post with your blogging buddies and for leaving comments and reviews too. And be sure to visit blogaid.net for more tips and resources. And I'll see you online.